Okay, so welcome back to part two of COVID-19 Go Away. Um, I'm Dr. Tina Chosik, and so I am uh, wanting to kind of kick this off with talking about coping and how we cope with things. You know, I kind of gave you all the bad news <laughs> about all the stuff that's going on, and, you know, I'm sure it's not absolutely no surprise to you. Um, and so now we want to talk about, okay, how do we deal with this, right? What, what do we do? And so there, there are, of course, two ways that we can deal with anything. We can do it in a healthy way or we can do it in an unhealthy way. And we want to, of course, uh, maximize the healthy and minimize the unhealthy. So what is it that we do that's not good for our uh, behavioral health and our um, kind of how we cope with things like disasters and, and stressors and you know, even the day-to-day -day little annoyances that go on. And so one of the things, this is, this is the what you don't do, okay? This is do not do this. One of them is, is you don't want to overuse substances. Um, and I, I tell you, COVID-19, for whatever reason, um, substance alcohol sales have been through the roof. And, and I say for whatever reason. I mean, I know what the reason is. People kind of want to tend to forget and relax and, you know, maybe not try to not think about the bad things that are happening, right? And substances do that to us. They kind of put us to sleep, if you will. That's, that's their job. And that's what they do is anesthetize our brain so we're not worried about things. Um, the problem is the more that you do that, the more you become dependent on it and the more it starts impacting your health, your physical health, your relationships, um, and, you know, quite frankly, the pocketbook as well. Um, and so that's, you, you don't want to overuse substances, um, you know, and that includes things, you know, obviously like alcohol, but like prescription medications or any, um, uh, what we would call street drugs or illegal drugs like marijuana, um, uh, methamphetamine, any of those kinds of substances, but also caffeine and sugar, and some of those other things that are not so good for our brain and our body, right? To not overdo it. And I am going to be 100% authentic here. This COVID and staying at home and self-quarantining, the refrigerator is way too easy to get to. And the only things that you can shop for are food, right? And so I know uh, I'm going to have to work off some extra pounds <laughs> when all this is over with. So the other thing you don't want to do is you don't want to, you know, kind of check out by um, oversleeping, right? Or, you know, just kind of avoiding things uh, by maybe sleeping too much or trying to stay away from people, isolating yourself. Um, that's not a, a good plan. Even though we have to be physically distanced from people, we shouldn't isolate ourselves from our support systems. Um, and so, you know, kind of by, you know, going into, um, kind of an isolating mode or, in, you know, into the cave kind of thing is not good. Um, the other thing that I think happens quite a bit is we ruminate on the negative things, right? And the media sure doesn't help us because, you know, it's on all the time, especially with this uh, COVID thing. And there's just a lot of negative news. And of course, you know, in the media, their job is to hype it as much as they can. So you'll watch. And so it's hard to know um, sometimes like, how much of this do we really pay attention to? How much of it is, you know, kind of exaggerating um, and, and all of that. So we spend a lot of time worrying. And the more that you fill your mind with that stuff, the more that you worry. And so, you know, you do want to stay informed, but you don't want to overdo or kind of binge on all this negative um, 
uh, media coverage, and that's with any kinds of disasters. And so those are the things that we don't want to do. We don't want to bury our head in the sand. We don't want to overuse substances. Um, we don't want to pull away from people. Um, but what, so what do you, what do we want to do? There's some uh, awesome coping things that we can do. And, um, you know, one is exercise and uh, get out and go for a walk. Um, that can help shut the TV off, get outside when it's nice. And the great thing about living in a rural area, we have a lot of really good places that we can get out and walk to. Um, when I go stay with um, my kids who live in Omaha, it, there's nowhere to walk. I mean, I just feel like I'm going to get run over by a car at, at any minute. And so it's hard to get out and walk, you know, and, and we can't push the baby in the stroller because it's the highway. And so um, we're blessed in the rural areas to be able just to walk or ride the bike um, just to clear your head. So get out and do some type of physical activity. And you don't have to, you know, pump a lot of iron or just sprint like you're training for, you know, a marathon, but just to walk at a leisurely pace. And so the other thing I think we need to do is, is use our humor. So maybe instead of looking at all the time at the negative stuff, turn on a good comedy, um, turn on something that makes you laugh, whatever that belly laugh kind of stuff is for you. Uh, we've been watching a lot of um, Netflix, kind of the stand-up comedians. There's a few on there that we really enjoy. Um, and so humor and laugh and some TV shows. And you also can, you know, share silly stories with your family and, um, I know our kids love to hear about us growing up on the farm and on the ranch. And, um, oh, my God, my husband has some stories that are just hilarious. And I don't even know how, um, it, how he survived some of the things that he tells us about, right? So we just have a good laugh about that. Um, one of them had to do with hooking up frogs to a uh, car charging battery and making them do push-ups. <laughs> so it's just really some crazy things. And so that's the other thing, get outside and, and do fun stuff. I, I know there's a lot of work to be done on the farm, but also, you know, make those, make those things fun or do some things that you enjoy. Um, the other thing we have to do is just adjust our expectations. And so, um, you know, we might not be able to do all the things that we want to do right now. Um, we have to adjust what our expectations of what we can and can't do. So even though we can't, you know, go out maybe to our favorite restaurant and, and all, you know, have a, have a meal, um, we can, you know, still get takeout and take it to a park and, you know, do some fun things like that or, or bring it home and have, have it in. Um, or, uh, you know, one of the things that I got to thinking about, like uh, when all this started is that I must not have very many hobbies because all I could think of was I can't go out to eat and I can't go shopping because things are closed. And so I had to, to, to find out other things like, God, what, what do I like to do? You know, well, I kind of found out that I like to cook. I forgot about that. And now that I'm home, I, I can cook and try new recipes. Um, so pick up a hobby that you haven't done rather than thinking, you know, this stinks, this sucks. I can't do anything that I want to do. Um, you know, pick up something you haven't done for a while. Use this time as um, kind of a slowdown time and try something new or different. And I know right now, a lot of times for the farmers, especially and and uh, planning seasons here and you're busy and you're doing all kinds of stuff, you know, make time still to have fun with, um, you know, with family and, and get a break too. Um, we have to do new ways of socializing and um, 
So even though we may not be able to, you know, have people over to the house or whatever, we can still talk to neighbors across the road. We can, you know, um, sit out on our front porch like we used to and, and visit with neighbors as they walk by. Um, and so, or use technology, you know, such as this to do, um, meet up with family who, you know, live, either live in another town or even next door, right? So you can set up meetings electronically. And if you don't know how to do it, I bet you have a person somewhere in your circle, in your family, who's a young person who knows how to do it. <laughs> um, we call our 15-year-old um, uh, uh, when he, our IT person. Um, and as he's kind of grown, he's become known as IT. So we call IT when we need help. Um, and then just the other thing is um, get plenty of sleep. I think that's another really good um, thing to make sure that you're not oversleeping, but make sure you are getting enough sleep. That really helps our mental health and our emotional health. And I, if I would be able to pull all of you, you probably would um, uh, tell me that you need, you know, maybe seven hours of sleep or maybe even six hours of sleep. You really need between eight and nine uh, for an adult on a consistent basis. And you can't, you can't, um, get into sleep debt, right? And you can't make it up. So, you know, if you're shorting yourself on sleep every night, you can't like sleep a whole bunch on one night to make up for it. It has to be consistent um, time. And that has to do with how our brain works and how it resets and the sleep cycles we go through. Um, the first part of the sleep cycles are about physical repair in our body. The longer we sleep, then it starts shifting into repairing our emotional, our mental, and our, um, our brain kind of health. And so you have to have those long sleeps to get into the brain and the emotional health repair. You know, if you don't, you're just shorten yourself. And um, so definitely get enough sleep, especially during um, planting time. So what do we do? We got to stay in the health zone, right? That's my challenge to you. Stay in the health zone. And this goes for times of disaster like we're in. This goes for times of just everyday life. We want to stay in the health zone. So what do we do? Get medical care. So if you're not feeling well, make sure that you're going to the doctor, that you're calling the doctor ahead of time, kind of like they're encouraging us to do right now, if you're having any kind of symptoms. Um, and, you know, just in general, it's just a good idea to make sure that your body is in, in good shape, you know, so you can do the things that you want to do and get your work done on the farm um, or the ranch. The other thing is social support. So make sure that you have plenty of social support, whether that is, um, you know, your own immediate family, maybe a friend, um, uh, other folks, and there's your, your group of guys that you maybe go to coffee with or, you know, for women, the, the group that you socialize with, maybe have book club with or whatever. And you'll have to do it different right now during COVID, but definitely make sure you're getting social support and that you're communicating and talking about the things that are on your mind. Um, uh, what, what we know and we found if you let things kind of build up in, in, in your head and in your mind and you don't talk about it, it just gets worse. If you actually talk about it, um, your brain has a chance to make sense of it and kind of release it. And there's a lot of complicated neurobiology around that, but basically it's like, you know, talk. <laughs> that's why we have, um, that's why we have the ability to do so and um, eat right, get plenty of sleep and exercise. Like I've talked about. The other thing um, is to practice whatever your um, spirituality is, your faith, um, the parts of you that connect to something bigger than yourself and, you know, whether that's going to church, whether that's being in a study group, um, 
that we are a mind, body, and spirit being. And so we got to take care of our body, we got to take care of our mind, and we got to take care of our spirit. So whatever that is for you, it's just really important. Um, you know, it could be going to church, it could just be being out in nature, but something that, you know, you connect to kind of on a, a higher level is really important and, and to practice gratitude, right? To be grateful for the things that we do get to do instead of always, you know, worrying about all of the problems or the things we can't do. And, you know, if, if you, if you get, even though there's all of these things um, that we kind of talked about with being all the challenges, of the farming and ranching and agricultural and rural lifestyle, it really is a great way to live. And um, I know people would not give it up. And so part of it is living in a rural area is really healthy because you're outside, um, you're doing something meaningful, um, you're providing for, you know, this world to, to eat. And that is a super important job. And, um, you know, just take time to sometimes slow down and smell the roses and uh, make sure that you're, you are practicing that gratitude of all the amazing things um, that come along with it. And so if um, it is Nebraska strong to reach out if you are struggling. So we do want to let you know that if, you know, all of these things, all the positive coping stuff is not working and you're just not feeling like yourself, that sometimes it is necessary to get um, help outside of, you know, uh, things from professionals. And one of the great resources we have in Nebraska is the Rural Response Hotline. And that hotline offers lots of different support and access to um, professionals. So, it offers access to attorneys, financial advisors, um, clergy, mediators, and also professional counselors. And um, the neat thing about this is that you can call and ask for um, a voucher that doesn't cost you anything for counseling services. So many providers like myself have signed up for this and we're able to provide counseling services and then the funding for those come through the, the rural response hotline and so it's kind of like handing somebody about a thousand dollars you know if you if you refer them to this and they need some help and um it operates monday through friday from eight to five um and i'm going to give the number um it's 1-800-464-0000 so if you want to write that down and you miss some of it, I'm going to say it again. 1-800-464-0258. And so this is just, you know, you call up and you just say, this is what's going on, and they'll help direct you to the right services, right? Whether it's attorneys, financial people, um, or professional counselors. It's a, really a great resource we have in Nebraska. Um, it's pretty much known nationwide, too, as being one of the best. Then we also have the Farm Aid Hotline, which they do a lot of the same things. That's more on a national level. Um, they can hook you up to resources. Um, this came about in the 80s when we had the farm crisis. And they've really, um, since COVID, really have um, reactivated this. And so this provides national service, like maybe if you're outside of Nebraska and can't access the Rural Response Hotline. Um, you can call this number and they can get you hooked up. And that number um, is 1-800-FARM-AID. And um, so that they're operating uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five. 
And if you, you know, if you're kind of at your wits end and it's outside of eight to five, you know, most crises don't happen from eight to five. And um, we want to make sure that you or, or, you know, you have some resource if other people are struggling um, 24-7. And that would be the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that is a, it's a crisis center. They provide emotional support, kind of resources and help you sort through some things so that you don't make rash decisions, right? In a time when you're not thinking your best. And so that number, like I said, that's nationwide. And it's 1-800-273-8255. And I'll just say that one again, if you want to jot it down, one 800 273-8255. And they have a, a texting line. So if you're more of a texter or, you know, maybe you have kids, because, you know, any of these resources are available for, for kids and families um, uh, of folks who are in agriculture, there's a texting option. And what you do is you text the word GO, capital G-O, to 741741. Again, you text GO to 741741. And these resources will be up on the um, uh, wellness, uh, staying connected, the wellness um, uh, website and where all of this stuff is, where you found it. So you'll be able to find all those resources. And just remember, reaching out is Nebraska strong. And so lastly, if you um, want to, you can certainly contact me. Um, I'm... uh, you know, available. I'm more than happy to take questions, calls, whatever I can do to be helpful. And, you know, just that my passion is to help the, the agricultural community in any ways I can. And, and this is, just happens to be the way that, you know, what I'm trained in and what I can do. And so um, my contact information, I work at the university, so you can find me at UNK's uh, website. And um, that's at Chaucic C1 at unk.edu. Um, and uh, my work phone number is 308-865-8361. And so I just really appreciate uh, being able to bring this information to you. And uh, I, I also want to take time to say thank you to all the sponsors who've made all of this um, possible and for all of the great resources uh, through Extension. So um, everybody, I hope that you've gained a few little nuggets out of this and that you go out and you tackle it. And, you know, pretty soon COVID-19 will go away and we'll all be able to come back together again and just enjoy the good life. So thanks, everybody. Make sure you stay tuned to the, um, for the next uh, webinar. We're going to talk about are you at your wits end with your kids. So look for that. Bye-bye.